Welcome back to Baytown Engage. Today we have Jamie Eustis, Director of the Sterling Municipal Library. Hello. And we have Sabrina Martin, our Community Engagement Coordinator. Hi. Welcome, welcome. We will have a topic of interest, the Neighborhood Empowerment Grants. So what is all of that? What is it? Yeah, this is a brand new thing for Baytown. Mm -hmm. So we're super excited to tell people about it, particularly people who have neighborhood associations or have groups in their neighborhood who are interested in making their neighborhoods better. So Sabrina, you want to explain it? You want to break it down? Okay, I can. So the Neighborhood Empowerment Grants are the first of their kind. And this year, we're focusing on a couple of different themes, starting with beautification. The next one is connecting neighbors. And the last one is community safety. But you got three out of three and you don't even have notes. (laughs) I am super impressed. I know this one. I know this one. So it's available to neighborhood associations or neighborhood groups. The grants range from $500 to $5,000. And there's just a lot of opportunity here between public art, addition to a park, or maybe, you know, some new streetlights, you know, stuff like that. So really the sky is the limit, but it's only to $5,000. But still. It's a very low sky. It's a low sky. So let me ask you this. Neighborhood Empowerment Grant. Mm -hmm. One, do we have to have an association for our neighborhood to even apply for the grant? And two, how do you even apply for the grant? So one, you don't have to be a neighborhood association, but it's better if you are because it's just easier to navigate the application and who's taking over the implementation and the maintenance and things like that. But neighborhood groups, just groups that have come together who meet, are able to apply. They do have to show a couple of things like how your project was decided upon, how many people were there, overall neighborhood consensus. So yeah, a neighborhood association or a group. And then your second question was, how do they apply on Baytown Engage? Of course, our favorite website. (laughs) Where everything is housed these days, which we love. So Baytown Engage has your letter of intent, which those are available until November 20th. So we want to hear from you. We want to know that you're going to make an application. We want to know that you're going to apply. That way we can get you ready with an informational session, give you all the resources you need to have your grant application ready. And so after you send your letter of intent to us, which you can do via mail or online on Baytown Engage.com. From there, we'll work with you to get your project outlined and your group together and all the information out. And then you finish your grant application, which is due December 30th of this year. So that's kind of what you need to do timeline-wise. And to back up, I want to clarify, Sabrina explained it really well, but we want to be really sure it's not individuals applying for grants, right? right? And it's not going to be like, hey, I would like a new fence in my yard, or I would like my driveway repaved. The grants have to be something that the neighbors got together and decided that it would benefit a large portion of their neighborhood, and a lot of people would be affected positively. So it's not for individuals, it is definitely for groups. Mm -hmm. And in the future, I think it will be limited to official neighborhood associations that have bylaws and are organized. But since this is the first year, we wanted to have a little bit of leeway because simultaneously we are helping neighborhoods who are not organized become organized. Yes. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. So let's say I have a neighborhood, they do not have an association, but the street has gotten together. Not the whole entire neighborhood, but these, these first three streets here want to beautify our streets, our lights in that area. Will that work? Because it seems it may be a little bit difficult if you don't have an association already set up to get everyone in the neighborhood involved to agree on anything. I think in that situation,
situation, it's you may be at a competitive disadvantage because these are competitive grants and right. scoring counts for that the impact is to the whole neighborhood, that you've been able to get consensus from the neighbors, but it doesn't make it impossible because we realize this being the first year and there's still neighborhoods who are in the process of becoming organized, we don't want to exclude them out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a, it depends, but the grants are competitive and scores are given, point scores are given for things like how did you get your neighbors together? How impactful is this to the greater neighborhood versus maybe a single street? And I want to jump in real quick and say that we're offering informational sessions and our facilitation services. So if those three streets, you know, come together and are like, we want to do this, but we don't know how to get the rest of the neighborhood even to a group meeting Mm -hmm. or anything like that, we're there to help facilitate those conversations. So that's, that's also an opportunity, not only for that sort of situation, but for any of the groups, you know, if they want an outside facilitator coming in to help them navigate which project would be the most impactful this first year, we're absolutely able to do that. And all that's found on Mm BaytownEngage.com. Where else? (laughs) BaytownEngage.com for facilitator. So let me also ask this question. The application closes on December 30th. Yes. And it opened up when? Now. Now. Today. Today. Today will be a little early from when this podcast comes out, but it's October, you know, 18th. It's live. It's all on there. It's ready for you to explore. And the letters of intent, it's kind of no pressure. Those are super easy to fill out that just says, hey, we think we want to do this. You know, we don't have our ideas all together. And that helps us know we can contact you and say, how can we help you? Right. One more question. Mm -hmm. I probably have plenty more questions. So I'm not tech savvy. I don't use the Internet. How am I able to get this information? So you can absolutely go to the website and download the PDF. But if not, you can also write or call us here at the library and we'll provide an application. And who for we you. call for that information? Myself, oh Sabrina my Martin, 281-422-1145. Okay, good. Yeah. I like that. Because we have a lot of people who are not tech savvy, right. but they would, they're definitely like community involved, but they don't do the whole internet thing. Definitely. So I'd love to have that option of we can either call you and get the information or download it, have their kids or someone help them download the information to get that. Yeah. Absolutely, and we, yeah. we will accept paper applications mm-hmm. too, but to get the paper application, yeah, step one is to print it out and that's how we can make that happen. And are we making a decision here at the city or is this something you're sending off to a grant committee? So I think we'll be the decision will be made here by the city. We're going to have a committee of different members of the different departments, Parks and Recreation, Public Works and Engineering, Planning and Community Development, the library, all of those entities that play a really vital role in your neighborhoods. We're going to have group a member from each of those come together and to review the applications. That's awesome. Anything else y'all want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, typically, like the, the whole reason for this, the reason that we're excited and in love with the idea is Sabrina and I, I'm speaking for you now, right? <laughs> we <I'm> both <laughs> strongly, strongly believe that the neighborhood is really the most important important unit in your life, right? That's the quality of life starts with where you live. And uh, this is just an avenue for people to make suggestions, have ideas. It's little, like we know that's not a lot of money. It's not going to change the world, but it's a great opportunity to bring neighbors closer together to have the discussions about how they'd like to see their neighborhood improve just a little bit. And we're hoping to grow this program in future years. The grants may be larger. There'll be more neighborhoods who are organized because another huge thing, like Sabrina said, we're trying to help neighborhoods 
neighborhoods that don't have neighborhood associations kind of figure that process out too. I think it's great because I live in a neighborhood that we do not have an association. So it would be wonderful to see, we may miss this whole first round of it, but contact the community engagement coordinator, which is Sabrina Martin, Mm -hmm. and figuring out how can we get everyone together to have that type of meeting to figure out for the next time it happens again, that we can come together as one, figure out what we need as a community in that neighborhood, and then beautify it and do some beautiful things to the neighborhood. And like a few things, the applications this round are due December 30th, and we'll go through all those applications and we'll score them and we'll, we'll award the grants, but we may not use all the money that we have. That's a possibility. So we may open up for a second round in the spring, summer, if we have available funds. We're hoping to keep this going in the future, but also... We know that when neighborhoods and neighbors get together and they start talking about the improvements that they want, it may be something that's way more than $5,000. Like they may need whole new sidewalks. They may need really big street repairs. They may need things that this grant doesn't cover. There's a section on the application that we ask you to talk about those things also, things that the neighbors have identified as problematic. Even though these grants won't cover them, we can pass that information on to public works, on to planning, to departments departments that can get that on their radar so that they can budget for it or take care of it, which is important too. What would you say to the individual that would probably present the idea saying, why do I have to apply for a grant for a neighborhood when it should be an automatic city repair or city care for item? So that's kind of what Jamie was saying with like those bigger things where Mm -hmm. it's like we need sidewalks that we can walk along. We need accessibility ramps, things like that. Those sort of things we would definitely pass off to go towards our general budget that we could take care of. Now, these things, though, the empowerment grants are more a quality of life enhancement. There are ways to connect with your neighbors, whether it's a block grant or or a block party, you know, in your local park or out on the street in a cul-de-sac, something like that. Or, you know, a crosswalk, you know, a colorful, fun crosswalk. We can bring in an artist. You can help pick designs. You You can really have ownership over what comes into your neighborhood. And that's what we're hoping to do with these grants. We want to empower our community members to say, hey, I was a part of that. You know, me and the city worked together and we were able to do that. Me and my neighbors work together. So these grants are more of those quality of life grants where we're really trying to have beautification, connecting neighbors, safety, all of that happen in a way that the neighbors are a part of. So instead of the city coming in and saying, we're putting this here and that here, they get to come in and say, this is what we want. You know, So it's so. giving the neighborhood a voice in yeah, what happens absolutely. in their neighborhood. And yeah. it's safe to say it's a pot of money. You can apply. Don't worry about, oh, we only have five slots or six slots. We'll use what we can if there's a carryover I hope we can try it again in spring and you go from there. Yeah. yeah. And to think of these, that's like, that was a great question about, you know, what the city should cover automatically. We're like the frosting on the cupcake, mm, right? Yes. The cupcake is things like, you know, you've got giant potholes, your streets are falling apart, your sidewalks are falling apart, your neighborhood floods. That's the cupcake, right? We need, mm-hmm. the city needs to take care of the cupcake, but it's a big city. And sometimes, you know, we need attention drawn to those things. So this is an avenue to do that with that kind of last question on the grant, but we're the frosting. So the frosting is things like little pieces of public art, colorful crosswalks, again, ways to connect with your neighbors. We're the frosting. The best yeah. part, because who doesn't yeah. love yeah. some frosting? Know, yeah, right? we like, we like to deal in frosting. Yeah. <laughs> and the cherry on top, add the cherry. You're the yeah. cherry on top as well. So, and, well and it's exciting. Yeah, and if neighbors need help with ideas, generating ideas, again, we can 
come out and meet for. with the neighbors. Um, we're doing a lot of stuff virtually now. We're still a lot on Zoom, but that's okay. We can. We it's can worked con- out well so far. Yeah, with our we've other been neighbor, connecting. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. yeah anything excited. else, ladies, want to add? No, I can't think of anything other than we're thrilled. Like we, I mean, it's a new project. We're excited to get out there and get the word out and help in any way we can get these neighborhoods together. So besides the um, neighborhood empowerment grants, what mm-hmm. else do you have going on, Sabrina, for the city? A storm dream call for artists was also um, <laughs> unveiled, available, open, whatever you want to call it, today. Mm-hmm. And so that will be open through the end, uh, middle of November. And so submit your art ideas for storm drains. They will be painted around Bergeron Park over kind of like Market Street, District 1, over that direction. It's a pilot program. We're excited to see, you know, it start. A lot of big cities do it. Orlando, San Francisco, things like that. So that's a big thing we're excited for. Let's see. What else we got going on, Jamie? I don't know. It's all on BaytownEngage.com, right? The, oh. call, the call for artists is there. Under Teen Roundtables is there. So nice. Application for the high schoolers to be a part of a youth advisory council. There's a lot. A and lot a lot happening. of the Baytown projects, like the Garth Road and everything yes. else, is all on BaytownEngage.com. Mm-hmm. And there's some more traffic and flooding mitigation projects. New projects. Fixing yeah. to be posted up there. Yeah. So I think it's wonderful that we have this source of information in one space, one place people can say, well, I don't know what's going on. We have it on the BaytownEngage.com website. And you're really trying to engage the community in every area, not just the hard stuff, but just like beautification and art and engagement and volunteering as well. So Mm -hmm. this is one of us awesome. Yeah, they can submit all kinds of things on there. And we want to hear from people. We want to know where you want to put the next mural. We want to know where you think a great piece of art is at. We want to know what your neighborhood needs, you know, especially with these grants and things like that. We also want your feedback. What do you think of Baytown Engage? How do you like it? Is it useful? Is it not useful? How could we improve? Let us know. And do you have ideas for other guests to be on this very podcast? Yes, I exactly. <laughs> yeah, Arlene likes to meet new people. I love meeting new people. Yeah. It just makes my day. And the difference again between BaytownEngage.com which is our engagement platform and like the city's Facebook page or the city's regular website, those are very one dimensional, right? It's just pushing out information and on Baytown Engage we really want you to engage with us to tell us what you think. It's really a back and forth and it's stuff we look at every day. Well, thank you so much, ladies. Jamie, Sabrina. Thanks for having having us. us. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening to Baytown Engage. Be sure to subscribe to our show on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. Stay tuned.